Hello and welcome to the Spill Sesh with Sage. It is your host, Sajal, here with you today on this Monday morning, which is hopefully when you're listening to this episode, but of course, if you're listening to it any other time of the week, the month, the year, hi, hope you're having a great day. My name is Sajal. I host this podcast, the Spill Sesh with Sage. And guess what? It has officially been more than a year since I've hosted this podcast. So actually, my one-year anniversary for the Spill Sesh was on 11th May. So congrats to me. Congrats to all of you who have been listening and supporting the podcast since day one. It really, really means the world to me. And um, I honestly was too busy to like do some sort of like social media shout out or something to like commemorate the one year I have been hosting this podcast and how it's grown. But I thought I'd just share a bit here on the pod since, you know, this is a solo episode, it's a very chill episode. But um, I just remember how this all started. So I thought I'd share with you. I don't even think I'm, I've really shared how this podcast even came to be. I'm not sure. But anyway, so I used to host a radio show uh, back in Neon Poly when I was on Radio Heatwave. And I loved hosting. I loved talking to people. I love talking in general. A lot of people can't get me to shut up if they wanted me to. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I've always had a knack for interviewing people. I've always been doing that sort of thing since Radio Heatwave. But I never knew that that could be a solo endeavor. I always thought that it had to be um, associated with radio. But I knew that at the time, as much as I enjoyed being on Radio Heatwave, it wasn't my dream to be a radio host. Unlike a lot of my peers, I just knew that I loved talking and I loved sharing stories and I also loved finding and discovering stories. But at the time, I didn't know that there was a separate platform for just that without the music. So I started getting into podcasts, I want to say maybe 2018 or 29, actually 2019, I think was when I really started listening to podcasts. And the first podcast that I really listened to was Call Her Daddy. And um, that's why I have so much love for that show. And it's honestly such an amazing show. And obviously, you know, if you know the whole drama with the two hosts, I support both Call Her Daddy and Sophia with an F. I love both their shows so much and equally. And both of them have just helped me come to terms with so many things and be a lot more open and a lot more confident about my own sexuality. And, you know, to just not shy away from talking about certain things. But anyway, I don't know how this became a caller daddy and Sophia with an F stand. They were the first people I listened to on a podcast and I just started binge listening to all their episodes and I and I realized how much comfort podcasts gave me. And still at the time, I wasn't planning on starting my own. I just kind of like loved the medium so much. I loved the platform. And I think that's what made me so passionate about podcasts when I did start it because I knew how much it helped me. Like, and I was going through, and I, it wasn't just Call Her Daddy and Sophia with an F. I started branching out to many different podcasts. And once you are in that loop, you just, you know, now I've listened to so many and I love it because I can't even keep up, honestly. And at work, you know, I, instead of listening to music, I'm listening to podcasts still today. And I don't know, I just always loved it because it was something so personal and it was so like I was talking to a friend. So that was something that I always loved about podcasts. And then obviously, Circuit Breaker hit last year. And yeah, then suddenly I had this like visual, um, like, a, like a design visual on my laptop because when I was in Brighton, when I went for exchange, they had an on-campus radio station as well. So I thought I would be signing up for that. So that's why to sign up for that, you had to create your own show poster. 
you had to create a name for your show and a description and everything. So that's what I did. And actually, the first ever, I don't know if you're an OG listener to this post, I should say, the very, very first show poster, which was so ugly, <laughs> um, that was actually the very the show poster I had used to sign up for the radio show, show uh, in Sussex, in the University of Sussex. So I didn't end up getting that because... Actually, I did get it, but it was it required me to come back on a weekend. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm on exchange. Like, weekends are meant for traveling. Ah, a world of traveling pre-COVID. But yeah, so I didn't end up going with that. But I still had all these visuals on my laptop that I just kept. And I never, like, deleted it. And then Circuit Breaker hit. And I don't know how this whole thing came about. I think I was just clearing my laptop. And I suddenly saw the show poster and everything. And I was like, ah actually, why don't I just start my own podcast? I don't know how that came about. I think it's also because I was doing interviews at the time because of COVID on different people's podcasts. I did on Randomly Relatable. If you want, you can find my episode there. I did um, an episode on Ray's podcast as well. I think she changed her name of the podcast. But yeah, I did a podcast with her as well. And I think after being interviewed, I realized that I really enjoy this. So I reached out to Sabrina, I think, from Randomly Relatable. And I was like, I know, how do you... Um, like what mic do you use and then I reached out to Ray and asked like how do you even set it up so I was really just a lot of like question and answer a lot of googling and I found anchor.fm because I always hear them on podcast ads and the rest is history and then I never actually bought a mic I did actually buy a mic from Lazada but it was so bad I never ended up using it because it just became so muffled and it was a lot of trial and error with audio with interviews with my social media designs i think i've revamped it like three times already and i think this is like the most one i'm most proud of because when i launched season two i really wanted to make sure that it was very like professional looking and i feel like i was still finding my groove in the very first part if you can see like if you scroll back to my very first post on this post with sage instagram account which you should follow by the way if you haven't already it's so ugly. I've never I've never been a designer. I'm not a designer at all. So I really roped in like my friend Jashna to help me shoot the cover art, which I love so much. And I got my sister Shafe to design the logo and the rest of it I designed myself, you know, with her advice. Like I just kind of like I I mean I know how to use Photoshop. I know how to use all of that because of comms. Like I study communication. So I kind of like I'm not that bad. It's just that I don't have the eye for design, but like I just did a lot of research I went on Pinterest I went on Google and I saw different like Instagram feeds that I like and I kind of just created my own so that is the story of the spill sesh with Sage and it has now been over a year and I have interviewed so many lovely guests I have come I've talked about so many things that I'm so proud of myself for talking about and there's still so many more topics to go which maybe one day you know I will talk about but right now I don't want to and that's okay, that's my choice. But I feel like the guests I've brought on, especially this year, have been so amazing and with sharing their stories. Like I just did an episode with a 22-year-old mom, Megan. If you haven't listened to that, please do. It's such a fun episode with her. And she really like, she was just very honest about a lot of things. And yeah, I just, I'm very proud of the show that I've created. I'm very proud of the conversations that it has sparked. And I think most of all, I'm proud of the community that I've built with you, the people who are listening. And sure, it's not a very big show. It's just a, it's a small, teeny tiny show with a small group of listeners and okay, small is respective, uh, respective? What's the word? Small is, is it respective? I don't know. Okay, anyway, but um, yeah, like for me, that's like, 
I'm so happy that I even managed to get one listener on board and not just one listener like someone who listens every week and I, the fact that I have garnered people to come and listen to me every week on Mondays it's just crazy like this is still a hobby for me this is still something like a side project because I'm not making any money of it it's really just something that I am so passionate about and hopefully one day can become my full-time job but for now I think I love what I do as my full-time job which is public relations and this is a very fun side hobby which I can help make a difference in someone's lives some way or the other and that is just my little ramble on my one-year anniversary on the spill sesh with sage I am so grateful for every one of you who have left a comment who has messaged me that how this show has impacted you who have engaged with me on my insta stories and everything like it really really means the world because i'm just a nobody here like making podcasts recording an hour every week to entertain you hopefully to help you learn something to help shed light on very important topics and i think that's a great thing about this podcast is that it's not a niche and that was something i was quite worried about going into it like oh no like you know are people want to go to listen like for example call her daddy again it's a sex podcast so it has a niche but even now they've branched out to a lot more like mental health but the overall arcing thing is like sex for me i didn't know what my niche was because there're just so many things i knew i wanted to talk about and i just knew that i love to spill the tea so i guess that's how it kind of came about where this podcast is essentially a safe space for people to share their stories to listen to and feel like they're not alone and i think i've really done that and i'm going to do even more of that with you know the years to come So I'm very happy with how this podcast has turned out over the year and I know it's helped so many people and I know it's helped me. I think everything it's helped me so much find my voice, find my style, find my interview style and learn the boundaries of oversharing and look, get better at interviewing because that's something that I you know, I love to do but it's not something that you can learn overnight. It is something that you it takes a lot of practice and I think I've just learned a lot from this whole experience so I'm very very grateful for you for listening. So thank you again. So this episode is actually a Q&A episode that I had posted uh maybe 2 weeks ago to ask for any questions and I got like a lot of questions on Instagram and Telenim. By the way, like if you want to send in questions anonymously, you can send me at telenim/thespillsesh/sage. The link is always in my bio so it's a very good way for people to like stay anonymous and ask me like things that they want to or for episodes that they don't want to come out and say their name. I've been getting a lot of questions on that so and I've been engaging with a lot of you on there as well. So I have quite a number of questions but still before we get into that I have quite a few things I want to talk about so let's just get into it. First of all, CB 2.0 circuit breaker house everyone doing with the news on Friday Um if you haven't heard which I don't think you have not uh we received news that all dining outlets have been closed uh will be closed today actually the day I'm recording which is Sunday the day's day 1 of everything being closed and tighter restrictions we have two people only for unique visitors in the house and um cases have been rising so it is very scary I'm not going to lie I think I don't know I think Singapore has done a really good job in the sense of like keeping it under control and now obviously it's kind of getting out of control again but i am very grateful that you know the government is putting the restrictions where necessary because i mean it is what it is singapore's only going to follow rules that are put in place when there are literal fines like did you guys see like now um it is a actual rule and law to clear your plates at the hawker center which is so mind boggling that people in singapore need rules and laws 
to do basic human acts of kindness. So I don't know. That's just, you know, like I always clear my tray. I always, my family and I always clear our tray at hawker centers or like after school or whatever. It was something that was always built in me and my friends. And the fact that some people still don't till today, like, well, at least now they will. And it's just sad that Singapore has to work on rules and laws to get stuff done. But it is what it is. And I'm just glad for the positive change that will come out of it. But more so, yes. So the two people rule and everything. I'm very glad that, you know, our government is taking action. And yes, I know it seems a bit drastic. And I know the thought of um, going into a potential lockdown is extremely scary. Trust me, I'm scared. Like, I think the difference is that last year when we went into lockdown, we it was the first time in any of us had experienced anything like this. So we were like all, maybe excited is not the right word, but we were all prepping ourselves, like mentally, physically, you know, working from home. We were all in this together. And none of us had gone through anything like this before. And, uh, you know, there were a lot of content coming up, like, what do you do to work from home? So it was like, everyone was kind of making it a little bit exciting. We had Zoom nights, we had house party, not an actual house party, like the app house party, and all of these things, online games and we just kind of made the best of it. We were all trying to really stay positive. And then finally things started opening up and now for it to close again, I just don't think, at least for me, like to speak for myself, I'm not in that same headspace that I was to be excited for this change and like, okay, you know what? Just take it in our stride and we'll make do and we'll do Zoom nights again. And to me, that just like, I don't know when this pandemic is ever going to end. And I don't know whether you know, I'm sure most of you know, I have had COVID before. And uh, I'm just waiting to get vaccinated because I'm so scared. Like that experience, I'm sure you can Google it. You'll see a lot of interviews and stuff. So I don't want to touch on it too much here. But that experience was probably the scariest experience near life, uh, near life, near death situation I've ever experienced. And um, to think that that is potential again for me and other people. And people are literally dying by the minute in India. It's just, it's terrifying. And I to me, I think it's just this darkness that we don't know when it's ever going to end. But there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm just hoping that we we as a community, as a country, and as a world can just come together and just stop, you know, this pandemic from getting any worse than it already is. And it just angers me a lot when I see a lot of like influencers, um, not just in Singapore, but like overseas as well, especially overseas traveling going to miami going to mexico and i'm like dude you are in a pandemic like dixie d'amelio if you're listening i'm just kidding she doesn't know why um like dixie d'amelio released a song right and she had a party and i'm just like bro we are in a pandemic what what is even happening i don't understand why people just i know you have the money but like what are you doing you know so that's a little spiel on that as well i don't know i just get very frustrated when I see people breaking the rules because like you have us over here this bunch of us in Singapore and other other places not just Singapore but like who are following the rules so well and then you have people who just keep breaking the rules and making this whole situation worse so yeah I don't know it's a very scary time but I think as long as we stick together and as long as we show support and encouragement and just follow the rules I think if we can just kind of not like just embrace what it is and let's just not be negative towards it i know it sucks that gyms close i know it really does suck and like trust me for me as well like i hate that it has to close and everything and it doesn't make a lot of sense with the whole low intensity thing i don't really get it either trust me but you know what instead of complaining let's just make the best of it we'll move back to home workouts i can't wait to see everyone doing home workouts again on their instagram and like you know we're all in this together so 
let's just get through it and um i'm giving anyone i can a virtual hug i know it's scary trust me i'm so scared as well and just take care of yourself of your loved ones and be safe please and even on that note i just want to touch a bit on the indian variant um and racism that indians have been facing and the hate crime that was done recently on the women from Chashukang. I actually reached out to her daughter who posted on Instagram about her mom getting being a victim of a hate crime in Singapore and was so disgusted by it. So I reached out to the girl. She didn't reply, but it's completely fine because I know that this is a very sensitive topic and I would have loved her to come on the podcast and share her story and share her mom's story more so and you know just give them a safe space to speak but i also understand that this is also a very government issue right now like a lot of parliament members have come up to speak on it and they have issued all their statements so i get that it's not such a easy task to get on a podcast and talk about it when it's a very very sensitive issue and i wanted to do, actually do actually this week's episode was supposed was supposed to be a whole episode on racism and I decided against it to do a whole episode on that because I just didn't feel like I had the expertise even though I am of a minority group it is a very very sensitive topic right now and I have touched on racism before but I got a little bit of backlash for that actually twice and I just decided like I will do the best I can by at least mentioning it in this episode and like following the stories and making sure that and uh the dude got arrested so like that's great and I just hope that she's doing okay her and her mom and I'm sending them so much love. But I thought I'll just share a little bit of my thoughts on like what's been happening. Um it's horrifying and it is so scary. You know the minute the Indian variant quote on quote Indian literally they mentioned Indian variant in one of the news articles, I knew that we were next. I knew that Indians were next and going to be the target of racism. And that just broke my heart and I remember having this conversation at my grandmother's house. I was like, you know how Donald Trump called it called it the Kung flu panda and all these racist remarks towards Asian Americans and stuff like that and all the hate crimes that they have been going through I knew that Indians were going to be next and I actually witnessed not a hate crime but I did witness something I don't know whether it's an act of racism or what but it was a little bit of a racial profiling case and I think I'll talk about that a little later in the episode because otherwise we're never going to get into any of these questions but um there's a question asked about that and I'll share that story later but I just wanted to shed light on this and send so much love to everyone in India as well like I have relatives in India I've heard of people that I know are passing away literally like by the minute it's so so scary and I don't know it's a very very scary time and I can't believe we're back here again but I'm just sending as much love and as i can and i hope that this episode not going into it although i've spent 20 minutes and not getting into questions i promise i'll get into the questions now but these were some important things that i really felt needed to be said before we get into anything um i hope that this episode i hope that this podcast or any sort of sources of entertainment that you're listening to can just distract you a little bit from the reality that is going on and i hope that you're doing okay and i hope that we can just spread love and kindness to one another because <clears throat> now more than ever it is so so important all right now finally let's get into the questions i have about 20 questions to go through so let's just get straight into it firstly how are you how am i um you know it's very funny because i've had conversations with my friends about this where like sometimes um 
you know, when someone asks, how are you? The immediate answer is like, oh, I'm fine. How are you? You know, but no one actually goes to in depth of like, oh, you know, I've actually not been great. Or my week has been this, whatever. So like, how are we supposed to answer when people ask you this question? And then one of my friends was saying that like, sometimes when she asks, how are you? It's like the first kind where it's just like a conversation started with someone that you don't know. And then they ended up telling you their whole life story. It's just so funny. I find this question so funny. But um, well... How am I? I guess I'll answer truthfully. I think I'm okay. Could be doing better, could be doing worse. I have really just been taking time to really focus on myself and my friends. I think that's been something that I've been really doing recently is really spending time with my friends and forming good friendships around me where I never have to feel less than and just surrounding myself with positive people my family as well my grandparents and all these people so they bring a lot of happiness to me in my life and I've been very busy with work so I'm actually very tired and yeah like this weekend was really just a rest weekend for me I had no plans and now obviously we can't have any plans moving forward but I really like it I just really spent the days you know um watching youtube sleeping and eating so I've been okay. I, I've had my bad days, but also, like, I think I've had more good days than bads. And I have a lot of things to be grateful for. So I'm okay. Thank you for asking. Drop your workout routine. Ooh, okay. And this actually goes hand in hand with the third question, which is how come you're not pole dancing anymore? So let me answer both of them separately and then together. So workout routine. Um, I work out, let's say, I'd say, like, four times a week minimum but now it's been a bit less because I've just been too exhausted I've tried now I work out like maybe three times a week but on you know on a good week I work out about four times a week so what I do is I do one day I'll do cardio which is like your squats your lunges resistance band um things like that and abs then one day I'll do strength training so that's like my deadlifts my goblet squats even slash upper body then I'll do like a treadmill one day and then I have training once a week as well. So honestly, I don't really have a routine. I think I kind of just go with what, how I feel with that morning when I wake up. I do always w- work out in the morning and I also used to do spin, but um, I had to stop for a while, which I'll get into for the next question. And uh, yeah, so I kind of do different things in the gym slash working. I love working outdoors as well. It's very refreshing. But that's mostly what I do. And now I think I'm going to fine-tune it even more. I am building a little bit of a home gym, which I'm really hoping to film a YouTube video on on it because Sis has been very inactive on YouTube because I've just honestly been so busy, but I miss it and I really want to get back into it. So let's see. I'm manifesting it. I'm going to do it. I'm putting it out here. So hold me accountable for those of you who are listening. Ask me, where is the home gym video? Hopefully it'll be out by end May, early June. But yeah, since gyms are closed and I thought I would like build a little bit of a home gym. So then I think I will have a better idea of what a workout routine is. Because actually, I don't know how to plan a workout routine. Like I don't know what you're supposed to do, what muscle groups there are. I really don't know. I kind of just do what works for me and I listen to my body a lot. So the next question about how come I'm not pole dancing anymore. This is like super heartbreaking actually. But basically after my first term in pole dancing, which means like eight weeks, I actually was polling a lot more before that. So I would say after about four months of pole dancing, I injured my shoulder pretty badly to the point where even if I were to like do a spin on the pole, my whole right shoulder would literally flare up. Like it would flare up so bad, I would be in so much pain. So after I finished my first term, 
I had to go to a specialist and turns out I have a rotator cuff and I found this out in maybe Feb. Was it Feb or March? I don't remember, but earlier, uh, a couple months ago. And I have been taking very, very good care of it. It was very hard to hear because I really enjoyed pole dancing and like I had to sell all my pole clothes which I just bought and it was really really heartbreaking it was a very very hard time for me dealing with this injury actually um it put me down a lot I thought I couldn't exercise at all but um that's where my training came in that's where cardio a lot of cardio came in because I couldn't do a lot of strength training at the time so I had to kind of switch it up and I had to adapt which adapting for me not the best skill I have Uh, so it was very very tough but um yeah that's actually why I'm not pole dancing anymore is because I was working on my injury for the last like two months and finally touch wood it's a lot better so I'm really really hoping if you know the doctor clears it um I could at least try to get back to it very slowly once pole studios open up uh right now anyway everything is closed so it gives me a good excuse to rest it out even more and not like exert any pressure because I'm doing really well with my workouts at home and like strength training slowly getting back into it so hopefully I can get back to it one day because I really, really enjoyed it. But I think that if I do, I will not be at the same intensity that I did. And I'll have to take it really, really slow. So that's basically answering both the questions. <laughs> okay, next question is, um, what is your experience studying versus interning? Uh, well, I would personally say I enjoy interning slash working a lot more than I do school. And it's always kind of been like that. Um, I know that everybody always says, like everybody in the working world, they're like, oh, enjoy your uni life, enjoy your school life. You're never going to get it again. Working life sucks. But I think it's not the case for everyone. Some people, their school life sucks. And that's just me, I guess. My uni life has not been the most amazing. It's been okay, but like, eh, you know, it's not something I like love so much with all my heart. And for work, like I love my work. I love my workplace. I love my company and I love the things that I get to do. So like every day I work, wake up with a purpose, I save money now because I'm earning. I think that's also one very big perk of working is like I'm financing myself. And that's a very nice and independent feeling. So truly, I actually really enjoy working a lot more than I do studying. Um, but I will say, obviously, the responsibility to studying is a lot less than when you're working adult. So like, if anything, I'm really just trying to enjoy that, like the luxuries of being a student where I don't have to fully worry about working life and money and all of that just yet and I'm very grateful so if anything I'm really cherishing that but I'm very excited to get a full-time job next year hopefully um, after I graduate and just start my career I think because I'm such an ambitious person like I really have so many dreams and goals and things that I want to do in my career but I can't start any of that because I'm still a student granted I am interning and things like that and but like there's no social like there's no ladder of success with interning you know it's just like the same role over and over again so I just want to experience like climbing the ladder of success like really growing in my career finding out what I'm good at what I'm not good at and things like that so I'm very excited to start my career but school is holding me back so maybe that's why I just don't look at school with so much love and positivity as I do with work so yeah I I mean bottom line is I enjoy working a lot more than I enjoy school any more upcoming TikToks? Oh my god, dude, TikTok, honestly, I just, again, like with YouTube, I have had no time whatsoever. And I think more so, like just touching a bit on YouTube and TikTok both, like I've just lost so much motivation to do it because every weekend I'm so exhausted and I still have this podcast to like run. 
So I've honestly been focusing all my energy onto the podcast because I just physically and mentally cannot keep up with so many different social media platforms and so many different projects. So I'm really hoping to slowly get back into it because like I'll save a lot of TikToks. I'm like, oh, I really want to do this. But then when it comes to actually sitting down and filming it, I have no motivation to do it. I just film it and then I never post it. And I don't know what it is. I don't know what is this rut that I'm going through with content creation um but it's just not the top of my priority anymore just because i've been working so hard at work so i guess my priorities changed i guess because also like with school i have a little bit more time but with work i really don't and i enjoy what i do so much at work that i don't have that much time and spare energy left to do other things that i enjoy whereas at school i guess i didn't enjoy so much what i learned so all this content creation was a good outlet for me to have happiness so I don't know, it's, it's, um, I don't know, there's a lot of things I want to do on TikTok and stuff like that, and I have so many ideas, I always go to bed with so many ideas on my YouTube and TikTok, but I never end up doing it, so it's a bit disheartening for me, but I'm really hoping one day to get back to it, maybe after my internship, I'm not sure, um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully soon, let's see. Uh, next question, tissue or spray? I'm a little bit confused, are you asking me if I wipe or wash? like a bidet is that the question why why do you want to know i'm a little bit confused i'm not going to the supermarket to hoard any toilet paper but i am a wipe girl i i will leave it as that i'm a tissue gal next question what is your dream podcast setup Ooh, i love this question because i really want to manifest this and i really want to like put it into the world that one day my podcast will be so big that i can have this set up my dream dream setup would be to have my own studio where I could record and obviously have amazing sound quality. Um, I will have a filming studio as well. So like while also recording with the mics, like the whole podcast is being filmed and edited as well. So you can actually see me interview people. You can see me record it as well. And I would love to have a team behind the spill session with Sage one day, you know, an editor, a producer um, and me like the host and the ceo essentially but uh yeah that would be my dream podcast setup to actually have a full studio of my own and to have a team of people behind me and oh my god just talking about it made me so excited but like i really don't know whether that's ever gonna happen because i've already been doing this for a year but um i don't know a girl can dream a girl can dream netflix slash disney shows that i have been watching um netflix shows oh the bold type i think i've talked about this before i think i have i just finished i finished it a while ago actually but that was like the most recent binge i had was the bold type if you haven't watched it definitely watch it it's so so good um but i really want to watch dynasty the season four that just came out but it's not on netflix yet so i'm very confused i'm waiting for it to come on netflix so i can binge watch it um i haven't really been watching a lot of shows recently i've been like on my 10th or 11th run of friends i just watch it all the time it's just comfort shows because i like to know what's going to happen next um as much as i love surprises i am a very anxious person so like i need some sort of like <laughs> control and uh, routine to it so i've been watching a lot of friends but that is nothing new because i literally watch it like every day of my life um i can quote you scenes i can quote you lines i know everything about that show but yeah, nothing really new. If you have any show recommendations, let me know. I would love to start a new show. I think I might start on Gilmore Girls, actually, because I've heard it's a really, really good show. Um, I don't really want to do Grey's just because it's so many seasons and I don't have the time right now. 
but yeah the bold tag season five is coming out also soon but then again it's all not going to be on netflix yet so i have some time to like watch other shows in between but right now i've been really watching a lot of youtube um youtubers that i love uh, that you should probably check out tara michelle tara michelle actually that's her name i love her she is now moving house and i just love i've always watched her i think for years i've watched her but her content like last year and this year have just been so good lauren Geraldo, one of my favorites so she is a queen and i love her she's the one that invented 12 3 30 which i'm sure a lot of you have heard of but she invented that workout i've been actually doing it way before she even invented it but like my own version of it um yeah so lauren Geraldo, i love who else do i watch i watch a lot of youtubers a lot of like the lifestyle jen m alicia marie remy crew sierra all these people like i love watching their videos uh i love maya fam actually she's maya fami i don't know what her last name is but her videos are quite funny she's quite cool as well um i think oh my god i have to check my subscribe oh frenemies frenemies podcast is my favorite podcast as of now like i watch the whole two hours of it it is so good trisha peters and ethan klein like oh my god i can go on a whole episode just on frenemies it is so so good because their dynamic is just so funny i know a lot of people think that trisha peters is questionable and things like that she was but i think like you need to give her some credit where it's due because she's really changed as a person and i love watching her now and i love the show so much so if you're looking for a new podcast slash show to watch, watch Frenemies on H3H3 Podcast. It's so funny. It's a really, really good show. Uh, fave meal slash snack slash drink. Fave meal pizza any day or pasta. I'm such a basic bitch, but like really those are my favorite things to eat. Pizza especially, like it's just comfort food. My Like what I would do is I would order Pizza Hut with the garlic bread. I know I'm a Pizza Hut girl. Okay, don't come for me. But the pan pizza, just plain cheese their garlic bread and i'll watch friends and that is my favorite kind meal and drink i'm not much of a snacker i don't usually snack but if i do like i'll have a proper snack i have like yogurt and fruit and honey and some granola or i'll have a coffee or something like that i'm not much of a snacker in general all right next question where do you see yourself in the next five years okay so i'm 24 this year next five years which means i'll be 29 hmm where do i see myself okay instead of saying where do i see myself i'd like to say what i hope would happen because i really don't know by 29 i really hope that i am in a stable job i am not a i'm somewhere of someone with power like some sort of like delegatory role so i can actually delegate things to other people and i'm in charge of like certain accounts so I'm hoping that by that time I have maybe finished working at an agency and I'm working in-house. I mean, if you study advertising public relations or if you work in the field, you know what I mean. Like, you know what I'm talking about. But I really hope that by that time, maybe I'm working with a client that I really like and I'm like a high up position. Let's see. Hopefully, um, that's my career. Personal life, I really do hope I am engaged by then. <laughs> Um, I really hope that I'm engaged by 29. I Again, there's no number on and no pressure I'm putting on myself. But like, I do have a certain idea of the life I want to live. And that would include being engaged at 29. So for that, I need to find a man, which I do not have right now. So we shall see whether that actually happens in five years. But I have time. And right now, I'm really focusing on myself anyway. So I don't want a relationship today. 
but hopefully by then I'll have a very stable healthy relationship where I can see myself spending my life with someone else are you working on any secret projects <laughs> no <laughs> I don't think I'm cool enough to work on any secret projects dude like I am not that kind of influencer I'm a micro micro teeny tiny influencer with no secret projects coming up just me working hard on my podcast working a full-time job also a student <laughs> I'm just hustling bro like I am just trying to make it out here no secret projects IDK sis, spill the tea as usual. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've been spilling a lot of tea recently on episodes, which I don't know whether it's a very good thing or a bad thing, and whether I should stop sharing so much. But um, I guess I can spill a little bit of tea. But just about like my singlehood and single life, like I literally downloaded Tinder <laughs> a while ago. Dude, can I just say the full people the the market right now not the best i just don't understand why my tinder game is so bad like people are getting ang or guys are getting angry at me for ghosting them like i don't even consider that ghosting because we didn't even start talking or texting but they would literally be like oh my god you're so bad you just ghosted me and i'm like bro i don't even remember your name like what and like it's so weird and they some of them keep spamming me some of them are just weird like oh my god i just don't understand why the dating scene is so bad right now and it's really funny because i was just telling my friend you know i think i'm ready to like get back out into the dating world soon and i was like but now dining stuff is all closed so guess that's not happening which is a good thing because i think it's just gonna force me to not date for a while more and yeah, I don't know. It's just the thought of dating and the thought of like meeting someone new. It's just very like unappealing right now. So I don't want to force myself. But yeah, that's not really much of tea. But that's just the current situation. I downloaded a Bumble last night. Uh, still not really great. But I don't know, bro. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see whether I'm single by the end of the year or not. We shall see. I just had to stop for a minute to let my dog in my room. She's so cute. Hi, Hazelu. Okay, she doesn't care. She's just sitting down. See, these are the type like these are the kind of things that you will be able to see if I had my dream podcast set up, which hopefully I'm manifesting one day I will have. Can you please learn Cindy from your mom slash nanny? Oh my god, okay. Um, so if you don't know, I'm half Cindy, half Marwari. They are just two kinds of North Indians, I guess. I don't know how to explain it. But um my mom's side is Cindy, so I barely got through hindi itself which is my mother tongue i don't know how i'm gonna learn a whole ass new language i would love to learn sindhi properly because i think my grandparents would be really happy if i can speak sindhi but i mean i know a few words i know like kado <laughs> means eat uh tado means cold koso means hot minjo namu sejal something i don't know if you learn if you know what sindhi is and you're probably laughing your ass off right now please teach me some you know, phrases. I know one thing, and that's Jerry slash Jerio because that's what I'm called a lot. So yeah, if you know, you know. But uh I mean I would love to learn a full language that is part of my culture and part of like who I am, but I just don't see it happening. Um if anything, what I would do is brush up on my Hindi. Like I would really love to be able to speak Hindi very well. Like I can read and write fine. It's just speaking I just I'm not very good at it. I never was very good at it. Like I'd score really well in exams but when it actually came to conversational hindi like i just could not do it just because we don't speak hindi at home we're an english-speaking family so like even with sindhi i never like really grew up listening to it other than if it's my mom talking to my nani or whatever but mostly english so 
yeah, I don't see myself learning a full-ass new language, but I really do my- see myself brushing up on the language that I already know, which is Hindi. Okay, next question, which is what I wanted to talk about earlier. How do you feel about people who judge based on skin color? It disgusts me, is basically my answer. And I touched a bit about racism in the beginning of this episode. And being a minority group, I have faced quite a bit of racism of my own, but I don't want this episode to be about that. What I do want to shed light on, again, is just the racism that a lot of Asians, specifically Indians that are now going to be experiencing and have been experiencing, and the Malay community who have been experiencing by that stupid-ass woman. Oh my god, like, it's so disgusting, and I just... It really breaks my heart. And I want to share with you a little story that has happened just a while ago, actually. So, okay. I was at the doctor collecting my medication. Don't worry, I'm all good. It's just some regular medication I have to take. And I was waiting to collect it. And then the the doctor actually closes at like 12 p.m., okay? So the shutter had not been closed. And this man shows up at 12.01. And um, he's an Indian man. And the... Okay, so the Chinese lady that was handling the admin stuff came up to him and closed the shutter right in front of him and he was like hey like sorry like i live just around here do you mind if i can just come in now and actually there were not that many patients at the time because most of us had already seen the doctor gotten what we need to and then this was just like the collection of medication part and she was like there are too many patients right now so no you should have and then she said like if you live here closely why didn't you just come earlier like she was so rude to him and I felt so bad and I was like, okay, again, this may not be a racial profiling case, but it was just a human being rude to another human, right? So then it gets worse. She's like, okay, actually, what do you have? Like so rudely. And then he says something very quietly and she was like, and by this time, everyone is looking at him and her and it's so embarrassing for him. And then he had to say even louder, he had diarrhea, which is not something that you say out loud, right? And then she was like, okay, fine. And very, very rudely, she was like, okay, fine, I will take you in this one time but next time don't do this again and it was so rude and she said very very loudly uh loudly she said very loudly in front of everyone where are you from india indonesia and he said india and i could sense how small and how belittled he felt and the atmosphere in the doctor's office changing just like everyone suddenly becoming super cautious and things like that and like, I really feel that the lady did not have to call him out so loudly and did not have to make such a big scene. She could have just talked to him silently and been like nice about it and be like, hey, like, you know, we actually close. Um, but okay, like, what's your problem? Okay, diarrhea, which is, you know, a symptom. And like, he needs to get checked. And it was just very, very sad. And like, I don't know, I just felt very bad for him because she had to so loudly say, where are you from? Like, you know, I don't know. I could be overthinking it. I could be reading too much into it, but... Maybe I'm not either. I'm, I may not even be doing the story justice, but like if you were there when I was there, like you would really like realize how sad it was. And I couldn't even do anything to help because, you know, we all have to be safe and maintain distance from one, one another anyway. And I didn't want to get into a scene. And I don't know, it was just, I don't know. It was just a very uncomfortable situation to watch. And I just felt really, really bad for him. So yeah, this is obviously nothing compared to like what the hate crime that woman faced at all. And I'm just trying to show you very like, subtle things that minority groups and especially now people from India have to face on the daily basis because of quote-unquote the Indian variant so to answer the question I feel disgusted that people base 
their judgments based on like skin color. At the end of the day, we're all human despite the color of our skin, despite where we're from, despite what we look like, despite who we look like. We're literally all human beings and we're equal. And um, I just hope that this pandemic, more so than anything, also for health reasons, but also for like the racial discourse and the racial disputes that have been happening due to this pandemic that have been heightening not happening because racial stuff has always been happening but the it's been heightening over this pandemic and i really really hope this pandemic comes to an end not just to obviously save people from dying and losing their lives and their loved ones but to also try and curb the racial disputes that have been happening all over the world and especially in singapore we're such a small country and we're supposed to be a multiracial country we're supposed to be living in harmony but i think you know we just don't um just because we think that we're a safe country like things like this don't happen they actually do and it's very embedded in our everyday lives that sometimes we don't even realize we're desensitized to the racism that happens on a daily basis um yeah that's all i want to say about it i think it just makes me very very sad honestly to see these things in the news and i just hope we can get rid of racism once and for all. Next question. Is there an LGBTQ plus episode coming out for Pride Month? I would love to. I've actually already been thinking about this because it's already mid-May. And Pride Month is June, obviously. And I have been on the hunt for a guest to come on during Pride Month. I was thinking of at first, I was like, should I do like a whole like four episode series on LGBTQIA plus matters? Like, you know, get somebody of like that can speak on different issues or should I just do one episode fully on everything LGBTQIA plus? I don't know. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to approach it because I'm an ally of the community and I want to make sure that this episode is done well and it gives justice and, you know, people of the community will feel like we're supporting them in the best way possible. So let me know if you have any guests in mind. I'm still doing my research on my end on who I really want to bring on the show. But if you have any guests in mind to the person that asked this question or to the person that is listening right now to talk about LGBTQIA plus matters, please let me know because I would love, love to shed awareness on that on my show as well. Uh, okay, next question. Who is someone who has lost your respect? <laughs> A few people. Um, if I answered this honestly on this podcast, I probably would be cancelled. But, uh, actually they would be cancelled and I would be responsible for that and I don't want to do that to them. But there are people who have lost my respect and I don't say this lightly because I'm the kind of person that doesn't like to have any sort of bad relation with anyone. I want, I want everyone to like me and I also want to like everyone. That's just how I am. I'm a people pleaser. But there are certain people in my life who I no longer talk to and who I have you know distanced myself from that I've lost my respect that have lost my respect um and that's really all I can say about it because if I were to say anything more it would be too exposing so maybe not but there are people in my life that have lost my respect and I don't say that lightly yeah okay next question (laughs) Do you believe marriage is unnecessary? No, I don't. Okay, first of all, I think that it is up to the couple if they want to get married, if they don't want to get married. It's really, really up to them. No one should ever force their beliefs on anyone. You do you, I'm going to do me. 
for me, I don't think it's unnecessary. I don't think it's necessary. I just think it's something that I want. It is a legal document at the end of the day, but I like the idea of marriage. I like the idea of like being with someone for the rest of your life, knowing that you are you are legally tied to each other, but like also you have this like sacred bond, you know, that you go through a full wedding to celebrate and pray on and you know, you are now a family. And I granted marriage doesn't mean you are a family. Marriage doesn't mean that oh now only you are a real couple, obviously not, but I do like the idea of it. I do really really believe in the sacredness of it and i do want to get married one day so no i don't think marriage is unnecessary i don't think it's necessary either i think it just really depends on the people itself who are choosing to get married or not but for me i would love love to get married one day if i find the right person and if not then we'll just make do and see what other options i have whatever it is but um you know yeah, I just, it is something that I definitely see coming in my life. And I know it may sound a little bit old school, but like, no, nah, I don't think so. I think, I don't know. I, I like the idea of marriage. I really do. Advice for someone who feels sad. Uh, Talk to someone. That would be my biggest advice. Don't ever bottle anything in. I am the biggest culprit of that. Like, I always bottle everything inside. And um, because I don't want to burden other people with my problems, but trust me, when you do that, you actually are causing a lot more problems for the other people who know you are sad and you won't tell them why you are sad and they have to like spend hours figuring out. Whereas if you had just told them from the beginning and gotten out of your head of being like, oh, I'm going to burden them, I'm going to burden them. I think it would really, really help a lot. So talk to someone, always find someone that you can talk to. And let's just say you really don't have anyone in your life at all to talk to and i know that there are people out there who really don't journal journaling is a great way to talk to yourself really and uh you'd be surprised how comforting you and your mind can be once you put your thoughts out on paper so journaling is a great escape or you can find communities online facebook groups helplines all these things there will always be someone willing to listen to you whether it's someone that you know someone that you don't know you know right into the spill sesh like even i would love to you know, hear you and be there for you in any way I can. So I really do believe that every, everyone has at least one person out there who would want to listen to them, I promise you. And it may not be someone that you know right now, but just try and find a community and you will feel so much better. And if talking doesn't help, you know, you can always do other things like distract yourself, watch a movie. I always say you can give yourself a pass day, which is like a mental health day essentially to just really wallow in your sadness for a day experience it accept it but the next day you got to get back to it like you can't sit in that hole forever so that's my advice i think to just talk to someone and to just give yourself a self-care day you know like really spend time with yourself and let the emotions really flow out and you will feel better after that i hope thoughts on friends with benefits uh don't do it <laughs> don't do it why would you want to do that like i just think that it will just never end well it just has bad news written all over it i think the only time friends of benefits will actually work is if the two people are so so highly sure they will not fall for each other or fall for someone else at the same time and they really just want the physical aspect of it then it might work and if they can just cut it off immediately and be like eh, okay this is over then it might work but i have never once heard of one friends with benefits that has worked so my advice is don't do it if you want to do it for fun do it like i mean i'm not gonna stop you but if you're asking me like my thoughts i would just say that it never works um 
yeah it <laughs> never works really really don't don't do it trust me just don't do it have you ever had a hangover before slash thoughts on drinking alcohol this is actually the last question i have uh yes i have had several hangovers before several hangovers where i literally cannot get out of bed um the best thing to do to avoid a hangover we drink a lot of water which i unfortunately do not do which i really should do and thoughts on drinking alcohol i mean it's fun just don't do it excessively and one thing that i do realize also with alcohol is that don't do it to curb or to run away from another problem that's when it starts to get a bit dangerous but i think if you're doing it for fun like i drink all the time and i'm good so i mean drink responsibly is what i'm saying don't drink and drive don't do anything stupid um don't over drink as well know your limits i think this is very very important i was having this conversation with my friends if you drink you should really know your limits and not get drunk like blackout drunk all the time because that just reflects badly on you um once in a while if it's your birthday or whatever then obviously yeah you have the excuse to do that but just drink responsibly like there's no need to drink to so like 10 a.m from the next day and like be drunk out of your mind because it's not fun not remembering anything that happened the night before is really really not fun and on that note i really don't think alcohol is that important like if i like if you can go out with your friends and not have a drink i think that just goes to show how much more solid your friendship is or your relationship with with that person because i get it alcohol always helps curb like social anxiety um it's the cool thing to do but really as much as i said like yeah i do drink and stuff like i do take times to like not drink with my friends like if everyone else is drinking i do kind of challenge myself can i sit here with my friends and not drink and i can so that's something that i've just been doing like my own personal challenges to like say no to drinking and not drink excessively and like if i want to drink once in a while then that's fine no problem but just drink responsibly and if i do get too drunk more than i should have then i reflect on it the next day and I see where I went wrong and what was the thing that crossed my limit and I try and work on that. So overall my thoughts are just be responsible if you drink and if someone else doesn't want to drink don't shun them. Don't be like oh just have one just have one you're such a party pooper don't say that to them because you don't know what they're going through and you don't know why they can't drink or if they just choose not to drink just respect it and be like okay cool we're still going to have a good time anyway. So don't think that alcohol equals to a good time or don't think that alcohol equals to a more fun you because that's not true. You are the very fun version of yourself already. You do not need alcohol to become more fun. You do not need alcohol to make a night more fun. Like literally the other day my friends came over we were supposed to drink and then we ended up not drinking because we just didn't want to and we ended up watching a movie and talking for hours and that was the best night I've had in so long without any alcohol and we realized that on our own that actually we don't need alcohol to be fun. So it is about how you maintain a healthy relationship with a vice like alcohol and you know to not be over-reliant on it and to just enjoy it once in a while that's fine but just just be careful is all I'm saying. And I think that is it for this episode. I've answered quite a lot of questions and I still have more questions actually. Maybe I'll do a part 2, I don't know, somewhere down the road. Um if you have any more questions, please do DM me, let me know on my Telegram. If not I will see you all next Monday. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I knew it was I know it was a little bit serious at some points and I know that you know it might not have been what you're looking for but I really do think that some topics are very very important to shed light on and to talk about especially me being a minority in Singapore and I it really does affect me and I just would like to shed light on it and yeah I do hope you learned something. I hope that you 
enjoyed the episode. I hope you enjoyed my podcast. Thank you once again for、um, an amazing year of memories and conversations. And let me know which guests you want to see. I have a few in mind, and I'm like in conversation with them to come on the show. But if any, if you have any guests in mind, let me know. If you want to come on the show and you feel like you have an interesting story to tell, let me know as well, and we can see what we can work around it. But thank you so much once again. I will see you all next Monday. Bye.